everybody. I want to welcome you back to Talking Softball with Coach B. Man, it seems like the high school season and college seasons are flying by right now. And we've got our young select teams playing and it's not going to be long and we're going to start making plans for the summer and, and getting all of our teams back out on the field. It's crazy. The weather's been really nice and we're getting a chance to play a lot of softball, which is always great. I think there's a lot of positive things going on right now. And there's a lot of topics out there to talk about and I talked about one last time that kind of had an opinion about it. And I'm going to have an opinion again today, okay, and just hope everybody kind of lives with it. But we talk a lot, and we hear a lot of people pressing that athletes need to play more than one sport, and they need to develop athletic skills outside of just a one game. And I want to say, I'm a fan of that. I agree with that. I think that a more well-rounded athlete has an opportunity to be more successful when they step into their chosen sport of play, which that's very true. But I also think there's some other areas that we need to talk about when we talk about this. Because what I'm seeing, especially with young players, and I feel like I've talked a lot about young players lately, but our young players are the future of our game, and they're the ones that are going to continue to grow this game for us and continue to take it to new heights. And, and I do have some concerns when it comes to our players being dual-sport athletes or multi-sport athletes. And my concern is this. If they're playing a sport in the fall at their school, and then they're playing a sport in the winter in their school, and then they're playing a sport in the spring at their school, which, i.e., softball. And then we go into select softball in the summer. There's four seasons. There's 52 weeks. There's seven days in a week. There's 24 hours in a day. How much time are they committing to being an athlete? If they're always go, 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 because when they get to the end of the summer, then it cycles back to the fall, and it may be whatever fall sport it is, then it's their winter sport, then it's back to spring softball, and then it's back into the fall, or back into the summer season. They're cycling around, and what I'm starting to see more and more of is multi-season or multi-sports within a season. I see, especially young players, they're playing middle school or junior high basketball and softball or volleyball and softball at the same time. And we're talking about young players whose bodies haven't fully physically developed yet. And we get all of this talk about overuse injuries. We have all these overuse injuries, right? And, and there's always finger pointing. School coaches are pointing at select coaches, right? Select coaches are pointing back at the school coaches. I don't know that either side is correct or incorrect, but I do know that there are a lot of overuse injuries because kids are doing stuff all the time. You know, they're playing multiple games in a day of basketball and then they're going to softball or they're playing multiple games of volleyball and going to softball or soccer softball whatever the combination is they're just go 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 and when do they get time to rest and recover when do they get time 
to mentally rest and recover. If it's during the school year, when do they get time to do their homework? And when do they get time to be a kid? When do they get time to just interact with their friends and just do fun stuff? And I hear people say all the time, oh, you know, athletes don't get to do that. Why not? Why not? Why can't they have a day off on a Saturday and just go have fun with their friends? Now, obviously, that's difficult. I mean, when teams are in season, right? When you're in season, obviously, you have a schedule. But, man, so your softball team's not playing this weekend, but your basketball team's playing six games. Wow. At the end of the day on Sunday, you're exhausted. Go home, go to bed, get up and go to school on Monday, have a whole week of school, and get back out there on Saturday and do it again. And during the week, you probably had lessons or team practices. Might have been for the one sport or both sports or multiple sports. But it's go, 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 go. And my concern is high-impact sports. Basketball. It's a high-impact sport. Now you compare. You're playing basketball and softball at the same time. Or you're really increasing your opportunity for injuries. Soccer, volleyball. I mean, there's overuse injuries in all these sports, but now you multiply the opportunity for that overuse injury because you're playing multiple sports on top of each other. All of us are in, in the blame game for this. Okay, We can't sit on the outside and just point at everybody else. We all have to take our responsibility with it, right? But, like, I'll have... Some of our young teams that started playing the last week of February, and they're going to play till the end of July. Now, they're going to take weekends off in there, and that's great. But I'm hoping that in that schedule that they're not also playing club volleyball or club soccer or basketball or whatever it is, because now instead of one long sports schedule, now they have two or three long sports schedules piled on top of each other. What happens to performance? And what happens to when do you have time to train? When do you have time to be a kid? There's no time in there for that. I think we have to look at that. We have to look at that with our young players and say, wow, are these kids doing too much? Are they engaging too much? Because... At some point in time, there's going to be a burnout factor. There's going to be a burnout factor mentally. There's going to be a physical exhaustion factor where the body just starts to break down. But, you know, we say, well, everybody says you need to be a dual-sport athlete. You need to be a multi-sport athlete so you develop all of your athletic skills. Okay? But can we do that? By being an athlete in a sport, but doing a good job of training our athletic skills outside of just the skills we use in that sport. Is that possible? Probably. I was talking with a good friend of mine up north. We were talking at 
national tournament this summer. And he said, man, you guys down in Texas have such an advantage. You get to play ball all the time. You get to play year round. I said, that's not really an advantage. I said, because our kids don't get time off and they don't get time to train. You get three or four months of winter in the north where now you have downtime and you're training. Look at colleges. College softball. They have a fall season. They have an off season. And then they have their spring season. They get a chance during that off season to refresh and re-energize for the spring, but they're training, right? They're training. They're not out competing. They're not playing their fall season with softball and then going and playing basketball all winter and then trying to go out and play in the spring and be the best they can be in the spring. Because they take some time to refocus, re-energize, relax, and train. And I think we have to understand that because I think sometimes we think we have to keep our kids' schedule busy and keep them moving so that they don't get bored, so they're not just sitting around. Well, they don't have to just sit around. They can do work and get workouts in, but then it's okay to just sit around and relax and re-energize also. They're not sitting around being couch potatoes. They're just backing up on their training so that they're working in the time they need to be refreshed for the next season when it starts. And people say, oh, those young kids have energy. They can do it, blah, blah, blah. I don't know about that. I see a lot of tired-eyed players coming through my facility because they're always go, go, go. And they have tired eyes. They have a tired mind. And if they have a tired mind, they're going to have a tired body. And if they have a tired mind, they're going to be more susceptible to injury because they're not as alert. They have a tired body. They're going to be more susceptible to injury. So we can talk about overuse injuries standalone over here, or we can include overuse injuries in our conversation about being dual sport athletes or multi-sport athletes. You got to be careful what we're wishing for because we may not be allowing our athletes the time it takes to really get some downtime and when they get that downtime and their body is fresh then to truly train and get better right because they're not always go 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 and breaking down they're actually refreshing 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 and working out and moving forward okay that makes sense so yeah i'm a fan of player being a multi-sport athlete but i'm not a fan of a player being an athlete year round in high contact high energy sports without getting some kind of time to rest and relax and really train 
so that they can continue to get better. Because I think what we see is these young players go, 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 go. And then as they get older, the number of players that are participating in sports starts to drop. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with the fact they're burned out. They're burned out. You know, people say, oh, they get older and they have distractions and this and that. No, they're just trying to have a life. They're just trying to have a life. I read something online that somebody talking about your sport does not define who you are. Well, if all you do is play sports, I mean, I think that does kind of define who you are because you don't have time to develop and be a multi-talented person, not just a multi-sport athlete, but a multi-talented person and a well-rounded person. And I think we have to look at that side of this picture also. Are we trying to just try and train the best softball players we can train? Or are we trying to give them the best opportunity to be the best people they can be when their softball career is over? So a lot to think about with this topic. I just think that people have to be careful about it and have to pay attention to the intensity and time that, that they're putting these young players through just for the sake of being a multi-sport athlete because it gives them a well-rounded athletic experience. Let's create a well-rounded life experience for our players. That should be an objective also. So it's my two cents. I feel like the last couple of shows I've expressed a couple of opinions that kind of may or may not be with the norm, and that's okay. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in. As always, I have a great time talking about softball. And if you ever want to talk the game, you pick up the phone and call me, and we'll go grab lunch or coffee or something. We can sit down and talk the game and do whatever we need to do. But until we get a chance to talk again, I want to wish everybody the best of luck, and I want to wish everybody the best experience they can have being involved in athletics. So thank you and have a great day. Well, that's it for today. I want to thank everyone for listening, and I hope you're enjoying Talking Softball with Coach B. I ask you to subscribe through your local podcast provider. You can also follow us on facebook.com slash Talking Softball. gives you an opportunity to provide feedback and also provide any questions that you might want us to answer on an upcoming episode. This has been Talking Softball with Coach B, and I want to thank you for listening, and I hope everybody has a great day.